everyone. I'm LaVey. And it's Michelle over here. And welcome to OMG Was That Offensive. We're so glad you're back. And we're back. <laughs> we're just doing it. Yeah. Fridays are our thing. Fridays are our thing. Um, what should we talk about today? There's so many things to talk about. I know. Topics. We have like a list of so many topics. I and I feel like everyone... Of them is pretty good. Like, I'm just, I, can we, we just, just love all the stuff we want to talk about. Well, what did you do this weekend? It was my daughter's, my oldest daughter's 12th birthday. Oh my gosh. I know. She's going to be a teenager next year. She's as tall as me. And so when she walks in the room, I like want to karate chop her because I'm like, I mean, an intruder, she, an intruder. <laughs> She's your twin. She's like straight up your twin. But we had fun. She had like her friends from school over on Friday. And I think my favorite part of her turning 12 is that you can have a party and you don't have to do anything. They entertain themselves. Yes, that is nice. We did this like digital scavenger hunt thing, which they were broken up into groups. They did it. Like I just found yeah. it on the internet. And they had to do like make a star and like they posed and like they made they did selfies of all these things and it was so fun and funny there's so so much um like so many things online that are so available now just to like have ideas to do things yeah and i'm not a good party never go bored no but she had fun so much fun and she had a soccer tournament and that's like her jam that's like what she would love to do on her birthday so it was good i would be scared with that many girls because you have like different personalities and oh yeah you know but this was a good one like there was no arguments no pettiness even though even they had their phones like they were off of their phones most of the time oh good they just enjoyed each other yeah and I didn't have oh we set up our like big um movie screen you know that blew up blow up movie screen and we watched Titanic okay was that their pick Okay, wait. Wait, but did they pick that? Yes. That's so strange. They chose between Clueless and Titanic. So listen to this. Clueless all day. For me as well, but they chose Titanic. Weird. Okay, boob scene. <laughs> I heard the naked scene where she's like, Jack, will you draw me like one of your European girls? <laughs> so awkward. And there's a sex scene. Okay, but you don't see the sex. I mean, you see a hand on a... A steam yeah, and hands. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> and so I walked in the house and I saw one of the girls in the room by herself. Oh, gosh. And she's like, is that scene over? My mom told me... <laughs> My mom told me to sit in here until that scene oh, is no. over. <laughs> Amazing. So then... The movie goes on, everything's come, everyone's coming to pick up their kids, the movie ends, everyone goes home in tears, bawling, crying. <laughs> Did they not know that Titanic crashed at the end? <laughs> you should have given them a spoiler alert. I didn't Read this think, history book. I didn't even think about it. Like, Amazing. why didn't I think, oh, Titanic has... One, the boob scene. Yes. Two, the car steamy hand scene. <laughs> and three, all of them are going to cry because Jack dies. <laughs> it was not the best idea on my oh part. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. But they loved it. I would try to get them to watch like the movies that we 
I mean, I feel like they're still valid, like ring true, like 10 things I hate about you. So good. Clueless. Um, what else? Romeo and Juliet. Maybe that's a little too much. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, seven hardly grade. wait. Those are all so, so funny. good. So good. But I have to like <laughs> think about what's in the movies because have you watched Grease with your kids? Um, I've never watched Grease with my kids, but I do know that the lyrics to the song are songs are like very inappropriate. Well, sometimes. not only that, love Grease, but there is a whole abortion <laughs> side to that story. Um, remember Riz- Rizzo? Yeah, but she didn't have an abortion. But she was gonna. <laughs> I think she was contemplating. <laughs> it's, it rings true to uh, to life. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but like seventh grade, I'm, I don't know. I don't remember that. I gotta go back and watch now. Exactly. The Did only reason I realized it was because I watched it with my kids. And, and I'm even getting a song about so kids right now because <laughs> I can't remember. Yes. Okay, I gotta watch it again. Hickey from Kanicki. Yeah, Remember yes, that? Yes. Oh my gosh. So good. So what did you do? Did you make kids cry? <laughs> Not this weekend. <laughs> um, what did we do? We went to oh, we went to go see Incubus in concert. How oh cool is that? <laughs> so good. <laughs> Incubus with Sublime. First of all, when I found out Incubus was in concert, I was so excited. Like, I purchased the tickets, right? The moment I knew. Okay. And I told my son, Matt, he's older, I was like, we're going to Incubus. So excited. Mind you, Ricky's in the room with me, and I can feel, like, his, like, looks, like... Why didn't you invite yes, me? Yes! Yes! That's I, rude, Levin. I, I know. And I <laughs> felt it, and I just let it go, right? But then I think we were out... I don't know where we were, and Ricky mentions, like you know, I would like to go to concerts with you or something on the house. And so I'm like, okay, like, you can go. (laughs) But a part of me is like, okay, first of all, Incubus is like, that's our time, right? Like, and then end of the 90s, early 2000s. I had like cutouts of Brandon Boyd in my diary with like next to Josh Hartnett. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god! So I'm going with the like the vibe of like fangirling and yes. wanting to drool yeah. a little bit, throw your bra at yes, the stage, possibly do that. Didn't do that, but <laughs> I'm just thinking about it, and it's hard because then I'm there with my husband, and I'm like, you know, like just feeling it, and just you know, you want to. I don't know. There's something about a lead singer that just like makes you is that lead singer Brandon Boyd your um hall pass oh I mean come on (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any hall passes but well how was the concert like was it everything yes it was great I sang my lungs out Ricky does Ricky only knows one album and I tell everybody this the miseducation of Lauryn Hill which is a great (laughs) album to know but Ricky doesn't really sing too many songs other than that album verbatim. Um, but so I'm there singing. He he actually was like, that was a really great show. I'm glad he went. But like, I think for me, I was like, I had to hold back a little bit. I don't know what I like. Maybe I would have thrown my bra on there. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. But was I mean, it, maybe I thought there was a chance still, and he blew my opportunity. <laughs> Man, I brought oh, my husband, no. and now I don't get to go home with Brandon Boyd. Hi, Ricky. 
But, um, no, we're going to, I mean, we talked about it after. I was like, well, now does that make you excited? Because he's never been, like, my, my, my show guy is, like, Jerry, right? Like, yeah. I always go to the shows with Jerry, and so Ricky's never really been to a concert, but he was really, he was into it. Wait, was the age dynamic, like, was it your age It group? was literally everybody from our age group, I feel like. Oh. And they all looked, like, I can picture what they looked like, like, 20 years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. But they still, like, kind of were trying, you know? Like, I felt like that, too. Like, I'm still trying to be cool. Yes! I, I mean, I, there was a part of me that felt that way, and I felt like it was more reflected in everybody that I saw. Were there, like, smoke signals oh, all over? There the- was a contact high that <laughs> I will... I don't know how Ricky felt after, I mean, but it felt... It was everywhere. Like, it was, like, over the top, actually. It's like, who smokes that much at one time? I don't oh. know. People that like Incubus and Sublime. <laughs> I think it was a sublime crowd, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. But it was fun. It was great. It was a good experience, and I'm sure there'll be more to have. But Fun! No. Next time, invite me. I want to go. I will. We saw Incubus together, didn't we, at the Hollywood I didn't Bowl? Go. I didn't go to that one. That was with Justin and all of them. Oh. Because it was on Halloween, and... Matthew was like oh, you had a, a kid baby, already. and so I was like, yeah. "Dang, I gotta take him trick or treating." Damn, kids <laughs> ruin <laughs> everything. Freaking don't. Well, don't have kids at like eighteen years old, and you'll be <laughs> you'll be able to do whatever you want. <laughs> so let's talk about your anniversary. Happy anniversary! Thank you. And it's anniversary of not your marriage. Nope. Not um, whatever else people celebrate. Um, but your career, you, it's been a year since you left your job. Yes. In the health industry. Yes. And what are we feeling today? Are we celebrating? Should we do margaritas? Well, I didn't, <laughs> absolutely, margaritas, but I didn't even know it was my one year anniversary of quitting my job until you reminded me. Yeah. And that's crazy that it's been one year. Cause like, that was a big decision in my life to decide on leaving my career, my professionalism, really. Yeah. Um, There was a minute there where I was feeling like, what's my purpose here at home now? But today I feel good. Good. Today I feel good. Yeah. When you meet a new person, it might change when they're like, what do you do? I hate that. No, that identity of like... You just, like, lose your identity, you feel like, right? I mean, I don't hate the question. I hate the answering. Mm. Because what do I do? Oh, I'm a new podcaster. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) This is not our job. No, it's for fun. (laughs) But, like, that question, like, what do you do all day? Oh, I don't know. But, like, I do a lot, and my day goes by, and I'm not just, like, being a lazy bum. Right. I mean, just in itself, being a mom and a caregiver and keeping a home, you know, a home. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to that. So, and it's part of the reason why I quit. So, I'll tell you my quitting story. So, I worked in um, the healthcare field. I was an inpatient, meaning in the hospital. Um, I worked in the inpatient rehab department, so like physical therapy. Right. And so, people think like physical therapy, all you do is give massages all day. Well, no. 
Do you give massages at I all? don't. I'm oh, not okay. even a massage therapist. Oh, I was going to say, do you have those skills? You can probably just I mean, give me a massage after this. I could probably <laughs> give you a massage because <laughs> I know it feels good to me, but it's not like right, you part of like, my like, licensure. Yeah. yeah. So like in my job, I would say someone had like a knee replacement. Okay. I would go to their room and they're in the hospital while they're staying there after surgery and like do exercises with them and basically get them up and walk and move them. What are the age ranges for these people? Is it just vary or I mean in the hospital you get young to old, but okay. I would say like majority like orthopedic patients, like okay. people that have back surgery, knee surgery, so hip older, surgery. mostly older. It's like 60s to okay. 70s. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then you get like those really old ones and you're like, come on, lady, <laughs> let's get up and go. <laughs> I can envision you telling them that too. Oh, I was so inappropriate. Oh, with little patience. <laughs> yeah. Root, if you stay in this bed, you're gonna die. <laughs> Not to mention the bed sores. Get up. Yes. So that's the nature of my job. Um, or of my old job so I have been you know healthcare is hard because you have to meet quotas with patients and minutes and units and all of this there's so much that goes into ancillary staff in the hospital Mm -hmm. and when I was there say I was there for an eight-hour shift because I talk so much yes. and because like <laughs> I put so much effort into my job, I would stay there later. Yeah. Like I would stay late and I would Especially if they're older patients, I can imagine that they the conversations that they want to have with people just to feel Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Like a purpose. And also like they don't get up quickly. Yeah. You know, you ha- it's like, come on, yeah. let's go. Yeah, yeah. Sit up. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna faint. Yeah. Lay back down. <laughs> let's try again. You know? So, um, I would stay later. My husband's job, he's a firefighter, so we both were in healthcare at the same time. During, let's like preface it that this was a time during COVID-19 where this huge um, pandemic pandemic happens. Yeah. People don't know what to do. No, and it was scary. Like, at my job, I don't know why physical therapy would be important or maybe people don't realize why physical therapy would be important during covid right. but because the hospitals were over overfilled yeah populated we needed to get those patients that could breathe on 6 liters of oxygen home so we could make that bed for another person so it was like get them up get them transferring to a wheelchair and get them out right right so it was a lot for my family because my husband saw it on the the front line side. Right, right. And I saw it at work. And at that time, we didn't know, like, are the kids okay? So we would come home. Like, what are you bringing home? Right? What are we yeah. bringing home? I remember I would, like, undress in the garage, take off my shoes, and, like, run immediately to the shower naked. Yeah. Um, but all of that was mental stress on me. Like... Yeah, I can imagine. I was physically exhausted and mentally exhausted from not only the job, but the people that you would see basically suffocating and, like, begging for their lives, Mm -hmm. begging to breathe. Yeah. So it was exhausting in that sense. And then during quarantine, um, I got 
furloughed. So I was home for about two months while my kids were home. Remember March 13th? Right, they right, like right. sent all our kids home. Right. Well, I was home with my kids and it was like such a nice time. Yeah. Like the best time we would like put music on in the garage and we would like ride our bikes and we got roller skates and we roller skated around the streets. Board and, like, games, puzzles. All, all of that, it. Yeah. And I liked it. Like, yeah. I liked being home with my family. And my husband still had to go to work. Yeah. So I was able to stay home with my kids because they had nowhere to go. School was at home. Right. So then my furlough ended and I went back to work. And that's when the conversation with my husband really started to roll. Like, is this worth it anymore? It Should I quit? Should I be available for the girls more? They were still at home. Right. So my parents were picking up a lot of slack for me and Jeremy. But in September, I finally sent that email. Oh my gosh, I know, nerve-wracking. So nerve-wracking, because I had been there for almost 14 years. And I sent the email that I was quitting, and I had no plan in place. I know. I know. And I know you know. (laughs) It is so scary. Um, Obviously, like I mean, were you having withdrawals? Like, was that when you were went back? So you did go back to work. And how long did you work before you sent that email? I mean, like two weeks. No, no, no. Because I was furloughed in 2020. Oh, I quit in 2021. Oh, got it. So, so it was wow. probably yeah. almost like a year of talking back and forth. How are we going to yeah. do this? Can we financially do right, this? Right. What are we going to cut back on? <clears throat> blah, 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 blah. Right. So there was a lot of talks. Most of the time it was Jeremy saying, just do it. And me being <laughs> like, no, no, no. Because I worked hard for this job. Yeah. I went to a lot of school. I'm good at my job. And I'm not boastful, but I know I'm good at this. Yeah. And so a part of my identity was lost in quitting. Um, I mean, was there something that was just like, what was that thing that just made you like, like tap on the nose, like light bulb, like, okay, this is it. Like, what was that thing? It was the girls getting older mm-hmm. and me, I only get a few more years of them being young where I could pick them up from school and I could take them to practice and I could be at every event because for 14 years I worked every single Sunday yeah I remember and I missed so many things yeah and I was ready to not miss any more things Hmm. and so I did it and it's been a year and there's been a lot of struggles yeah I mean right after I quit Jeremy tore his calf. Oh, right. <laughs> and then yes. he was home, too. I remember And this. then we wanted to kill each other. Yeah. And then that became, like, a financial strain and, right. you know, all of that. But, I mean, I could talk for hours about this, but now my girls, I feel like, are really happy with me being home because I, I'm at everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time... I've had an identity struggle where I've felt like, am I just serving people all day? Am I just cleaning and making food and dropping off and picking up and taking them to practice and going to games 
and like where am is myself right I know that I mean I have that same struggle too with the kids or my husband when they're just like you know we're out of uh I'm out of deodorant or I'm out of mm-hmm. this and I'm just like go like I'm thinking in my mind go to the store yeah do that thing but then I have to like rewind and be like okay I'm here. (laughs) There's been a lot of conversations I've had to have with my family, like, okay, so one time we were going to Jamba Juice, (laughs) and there was, it said, there was an open parking spot, and it said, no employee parking. And Adeline, my nine-year-old, was like, I guess mom gets to park here. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. And I was like, my feelings got hurt. I'm like, if you only knew, you little... (laughs) And then you still got them Jamba Juice, I'm sure. I did. (laughs) But I had to say, like, hey, that hurt my feelings. Like, I left my identity and career for For the better of this family. So, like, please respect that a little bit. I know she wasn't... She didn't mean to be mean. She was just trying to be funny. And yeah. she has, like, a sarcastic Oh, humor. she's the best. She, we can do a whole episode on adeline because she's the best. But, um, even with Jeremy, like, he'd say things like, do the girls have yes. lunch stuff? Yes, yes, Um, I don't know. You freaking check. Yes. The Ugh. refrigerator's right freaking there. Right. Did you guys, are you going to eat? What's for dinner? Are you, you know, ugh, I can things. see I him now, it's been a year, and I can see him now, like, thinking his thoughts out before he asks me, mm-hmm. because he's, like, aware that some of these questions can be offensive to right, me. Right, right, right. And that's, I mean, I need to work on not being so sensitive to yeah, that either. Yeah, same, same. Because at the end of the day, I quit my job to be available more for my kids here, so that when my husband leaves for days at a time and goes to work... Like, he's sliding down a fireman pole right now. And no, he's not! a podcast. <laughs> what is the difference? <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. Like, I have to recognize, like, this is my role, and I have to be okay with it. Yeah. But recently, I think I've been dabbling into getting back into, like, remote work. Mm-hmm. Which I think is what the great resignation is, right? Yeah, yeah. So the great resignation, if you haven't heard, um, approximately 47 million Americans oh my gosh. quit their jobs, voluntarily quit their jobs in 2021. Yeah, I believe it. We're, we are two of those people. We are two of those people. Because you quit your job about a year ago too, right? I think it's a year in October. Yes. Different situation, but similar, if that makes sense. I think, so I was in the fashion apparel industry for, I don't know, over 15 years, whatnot. I loved it. I also thought I did really good at it. I was very passionate about it. Um, The last company I was at, they actually moved to the west side. So it was... The commute was going to be insane. Um, But yeah, coming out of COVID too, you start thinking of those things like, you know, how can I juggle, you know, all my kids are in sports. How can I drive two hours and two hours back to be there for the soccer practice Mm -hmm. and the baseball game and those things? 
um, it was hard. But, you know, Ricky and I also had the talk where we're just like, okay, can we, can we do it? You know, I mean, it's also too, that, that was also one of the factors, but I mean, the fashion industry in itself, it's, it's a little cutthroat. Like it's very fast paced. You're working. I want to say like, I feel like it's 24 seven because you're always accessible to emails. You're always accessible to your boss or coworker and mm-hmm. you're getting texts or, um, I worked with a lot of overseas factories. So the time difference, people were, you know, WhatsApping me in the middle of the night or you're mm-hmm. getting, you know, all the emails from their daily work in their daytime comes to you, you know, right smack in the morning. So, you know, you're never without over hundreds of emails and, it's just a lot. And I think the atmosphere too is you have to have thicker skin to be in that industry. It could mm-hmm. be a little cultish. I hate to use the word, but it's just very like robotic. Like you're smiling and nodding, you know, and you know, it's very ingenuine at times. Like really? Just because like, you know, upper management's there and you want to make sure that you're, you know, you're pleasing everybody and it's just mm. that you know everybody's nine times out of ten somebody's wearing the same thing as you because it's like a fashion fashion brand <laughs> oh like, my God. So you're wearing the same clothes you're 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 saying the same like sayings and meetings like I don't know how many times I've heard um like people say in a meeting like is the juice really worth the squeeze ew <laughs> I like, hate me you know like those silly analogies like I feel like once you hear somebody say it, then you're like saying it, like then I'm saying it in a meeting. It's just like I hate silly. work meetings. I hate and the person what, that always meetings. talks in a meeting mm-hmm. and they have nothing important to say. Yes, yes. You know those people. Yes. I bet you can picture that one person. Yes. I can. There's more than one. I mean, there's, and you're in, I mean, yeah, you're in meetings. You don't have time to do your work. You take a lot of work home with you. So, yeah, that. That impacted us a lot, and I mean, I traveled so much, which was such a blessing and such, like, a curse at the same time, because I was gone for, like, two to three weeks at a time, you know, um, but would I have been able to go to those places, um, not in that field? No, like, it just, so those things I appreciate, and, and I do appreciate it in itself, it just was... I think it was just time. Yeah. You know? Same for me. And I and I, I feel like too, like when you're in a job of that like caliber or just like fast paced environment, you know, you're dropping your kids off at school, you see the moms that are, you know, that like get to be at everything. They just came back from the gym or they're just like casually you know, you can tell that they're just like chill. Like they're not working or maybe they're doing part time stuff and you're so envious of like wanting that time mm-hmm. and how how do they do that how can we can we like they must be rich you know what I mean like yeah. you're just thinking of all those scenarios um but now I feel guilty being that person sometimes I do too I do too because I'm I'm like I have you know really my close friends are still in the industry or just in other fields and I'm like you know I, I just know that they're in the grind. I'm, like, texting them, like, what, yeah. you, what are you yeah, guys yeah, doing? Yeah. And I could just envision them, like, being, like, really? We can't talk about this now, you know? And yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, like, on my second episode of, like, whatever's on Netflix or something. I think in the healthcare industry, or at least in my experience, it was not 
like that. It was not like cutthroat like that. Mm. I think we were busy and the patients always came first. But then when we would all sit down together, we'd have the time of our lives. I mean, if you see, if someone poops on your shoe <laughs> and you can't laugh about it with your coworkers, then you yeah. can't work in healthcare. Yeah. Cause some of my best friends came out of that job. Yeah, same. I mean, obviously, no, it's not It's not all crappy. Like, yeah. Like, you make a lot of good friends, and there's a lot of fun. Like, fashion is fun. Like, yeah. you know, there's so many talented people that you meet, and there's just so many different personalities, and I've, I still am friendly with a good majority of right. all of them, you know? Um, it's but the it, administration it's, part, it's just, like yeah, the management that comes just, down on you. If you didn't have a manager, imagine. It's just the stress of anxiety. I think a majority is the stress of anxiety of dealing with that, right? Mm-hmm. Alone, like having to... Meet quotas. Make deadlines and, you know, um, if something goes wrong, like there's that whole anxiety of it all. And the fashion industry is a little different because you don't, you don't really get a break because the way that it's staggered in terms of seasons, like... Everything overlaps. So mm-hmm. it's like you design a season or create a season or develop a season. And really, you're de- you're doing the same thing um, three times in itself, if that makes sense. So you're, say you're starting from scratch, but then it's you're still finishing out each increment of the last season that you did. Oh. And the season bef- after that. And oh. It's never... Yeah, that's, I'm already getting a little anxious never- <laughs> with you just saying that. I know. Because with healthcare, you treat a patient and you chart, yeah. you're done. You don't take, well, I shouldn't say all healthcare, but like, you know, for, in physical therapy, you don't take that home. Right, right. You finish your job at work and you go home and you don't have to think about it. Yeah. But you do think about it because there's the sad stories and that patient is dying and they have two little kids. And then for me, who's someone that's like an empath, I would get empathy fatigue. Yeah. Or like I was drained. And Jeremy said he saw me like changing like my mental state because I would just come home and cry Mm. about people's stories. And I would really hold them heavy in my heart. Yeah. And it just, it was no longer beneficial for me and my family to stay in that situation. Now, will I go back? Probably. Yeah. I'm keeping my license active, and when I feel like it's time to go back, I will. I'm actually, like, looking for some, like, per diem stuff right now because I yeah. could do it while the kids are at school. You know, that's yeah, the yeah, yeah. cool thing that came out of COVID-19 quarantine. Yeah. Is that I think people realized that they can get a better job and get a better pay And do it from home. Better balance of life. Work-life balance. Yeah. And I think that's what this great resignation was. Yeah. I I mean, I mean, do you have any regrets? Um, I want my money again. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. That's my regret too. It's just like. Because like you and I at one point were the ones that made the good money in yeah. our household. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of money to be had for sure in apparel industry. And you know how we put a poll on our Instagram yesterday? Yes. We got more responses on why I love my job. Yeah. Then I know. I want to quit. Yeah. Good for you guys. What are your yeah, jobs? Yeah, we want to <laughs> Are you hiring? Can we apply? <laughs> Cuz like if you think about it, 
us women and men, but yeah. like us as women, I went to a lot of college yeah. to do what I did. Yeah. And I paid a lot of money and I invested a lot into myself sure. to get where I was and to be as good as I was. And then I just gave Stops. that all up. Yeah. Right. That was, That's a hard pill to swallow for me. And I, the women that responded that they loved it for reasons of compensation, like right. feeling good about being a woman in a field and making good money. Yeah. I think that's I mean, so that's rewarding. that's something that I miss to be like, have that conversation with people where you feel so confident about being at your level and, you know, bringing home this money and it just felt, I don't know, you felt feel a little stronger. That's how I felt. Same. Like a little bit more fulfilled. Yes. Yeah. So there was one time when I had a review with my boss <laughs> and she was like, and this was like on my tail end of like being over this job. Right. And I had already had conversations with my husband about quitting and stuff like that. Right. So she didn't know. But she asked me, so, like, what are your professional goals? <laughs> Did she talk like that? No. Oh, darn. And, but I'm getting into okay. character. Okay, sorry. <laughs> She's Oprah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, like, paused, and I said, I don't have any. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Which is, like, the worst thing to say. It's like you don't, it's like if you were to have an interview or if you were having um <laughs> Whatever you were having. An, a uh, review? review? Yeah. <laughs> well, what was... I mean, what was she going to do? If I don't I mean, have professional goals, I was already where... I, like, yeah, I was already yeah. kind of maybe checked out. You were quiet quitting. Do you know what that is? No. Quiet quitting. It's like the new... I don't know, young kid. I don't have TikTok, but I do know that quiet quitting... What is it? It's a form of the idea... You don't go above and beyond for your work. You're just... Doing the bare minimum, getting by. Okay, you wait. Let me no. let me just say, I don't think that term necessarily describes me because when I did my work, like when I was with a patient, yeah, I was really freaking good. Good. Yeah. Like one, I think. I mean, I I was good yeah. at my job, so I don't think I was just going in a patient room and being like. Oh, here, do this. Okay, right, bye. Right, right. No, I did my work well. I did my job well, but I didn't want to be there anymore. I didn't want to go to work anymore. Yeah. And so maybe that is quiet quitting? I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, I feel exactly the same. But I feel, I feel like I was going... Like, I feel like I was always trying to do my best and always be, like, that go-getter. And then I think slowly I was just like well I think too the commute like it makes you like to me in my head I was like okay I gotta leave by this time to da 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 so I had to like mentally turn things off to make sure I was making it in time to be home for the practice if you know Ricky couldn't make it or whatnot so Mm -hmm. I was a little checked out towards the end because I couldn't I was having a hard time juggling but I think it's it all works out right like yeah the way your family needs it right it works out the way your family needs it now I think that is like how we end this is like every family is different. Their needs are different. Right. Finances are different. Um, family dynamic is different. 
But, like, for the next woman, whether you're the stay-at-home mom, whether you're the corporate woman boss boss mom, like, clap and be proud of yourself, homegirl, because you are doing it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And even though I'm not in my career right now, I still want to clap myself. Yeah. Clap for myself, because this isn't easy either. I love that. Being at home isn't easy. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, yeah, you definitely have to remind yourself to give yourself recognition. Mm-hmm. Even though you're not getting a review or meeting a quota, you're still doing things that people appreciate and people need from you and mm-hmm. you're being there. And I think, too, especially with my children, I see in terms of like their mental awareness and mental health for myself and them because, you know, what you portray um, coming home from a day, hard day's work, you know, you're just like, annoyed and easily frustrated and they have to have the the grunt of that sometimes mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. so it, it feels nice for them to just have me more available and present yes because and your I think mind's that not everywhere I think they'll appreciate that when they're older for sure and we can go back to our yeah, professional I mean, selves I still have my LinkedIn account open I'm still looking oh yeah I'm waiting for that right thing Someone hire her. <laughs> They're like, uh, no. Um, but I like it. I mean, we're good. We're good. It's a good place. It's yeah. still, I'm still getting adjusted to the whole identity thing. I think, yeah, the conversation thing. But I feel good about it. Yeah, me too. Today I do. Tomorrow I might not. Yeah. Tomorrow I might get a job interview. <laughs> okay. Because I really, I go back and forth. Yeah. Really, my, my identity struggle is real. Well, let's celebrate today. Thank you. And for all women, all types of women, whether. Yeah, I agree. I love that you said that. That's very important. Because I applaud those working moms who are doing the damn thing. Yeah. Because we were that. Yeah. I mean, I would rush from work to the soccer field just to be there for practice. Remembering the dentist appointments, remembering the back to school nights, remembering the birthday party that you have to go buy a gift for, you know what I mean? All, All while things. working. Yes. There's a lot that... Women. Women, or men. I, I don't know of too many. Tell me if you're that men, but... Um, no, definitely not ours. I just think in general. Like, ours to... were doing their fantasy football draft together <laughs> last night. I'm like, um, can't you just do that from home? Why do you have to be at Jeremy's house to do that? I don't understand. <laughs> Were there more people there? Were you in a I group of guys? He's like, nope, it's just me and Jeremy and Matt. He like, like oh, made dinner for okay. them. Try to yeah. yeah. That's so nice. Good for them. Boy friendships. <laughs> Another Gotta episode love to come. Well, that's awesome. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. And I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Hey! <laughs> hey! Instagram. Like, comment, share. OMG with Michelle. Three E's. That's oh. your thing. Three OMG. <laughs> I thought we had this good like flow. Oh, 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 like, oh, oh OMG sorry. with three E's. OMG. Three E's. Was that offensive? That's our Instagram handle. Handle? I was going to say toggle. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We love you. See you next time. Bye. Bye.